Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. What's up, people? You're welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Um, so painful we were unable to share with you last week because we had some issues. But we are here today and we are excited to be. And yeah. we are set to bring to you everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. My name is David Afolayo and um, I have with me our foundational tech bro. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Good evening. Happy Wet Friday or whatever. <laughs> good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you're listening to us from. Um, this is Tech Byte with TechNext. So this week, um, we'll be sharing, of course, exciting news across the global tech space. And today is Open Mic Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to be having a free conversation about um, an exciting, a leading story in this space today. Mm-hmm. Um, to have that conversation, I have some of my team members and we are going to be yeah, it's going to be exciting. We are talking about the travels of Flutterwave and what is what are the next possible steps for the African unicorn. You're welcome. You're excited and we're excited to have you. So let's use you have to stay to the end to get the juice. So stick here. And if you are not subscribed to our podcast channel yet, waiting you gain. Hit the subscribe button now and let's start. Like now. <laughs> so first, let's go around the world of tech. In 10 minutes. Now to the first item, um, AutoCheck acquires CoinAfric, um, the popular pan-African automotive tech company AutoCheck um, has announced, it announced on Wednesday that it has acquired CoinAfric, uh, a classified marketplace for cars in, in francophone countries um, for an undisclosed amount. Um, we know that the purpose of this acquisition is for expansion into the francophone African space, especially yeah. Senegal and um, Cote d'Ivoire. Um, Dami, what do you think about this acquisition? Um, uh, these guys are moving, like, I don't know. <laughs> they are moving very fast. <laughs> Acquiring, I, it was just 10 months ago, they acquired Cherky, yeah. Kenya and Uganda. And yeah. now they're like, I mean, they are moving so fast. And so, so they first acquired Cherky, Nigeria, Cherky, mm-hmm. Ghana. Then they went to Uganda, they, they got Cherky, Kenya, and um, here we are. Those guys are moving very, very fast. And I think it's, 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 it's good for them, better than having to deal with the cost of expanding, like, and having to deal with the competition in that place. Why not just buy that competition over? Hmm. So you, you feel it's better to buy a performing startup yeah. in, in a new space that you want to expand yes, to instead I mean, it's, of expanding it's better because the cost you would have to do to market yourself to try to beat that competition in that space just buy them over hmm. that's what these global big tech guys do facebook google and co when they say that once nice startup is doing something interesting and there'll be competitors in the future hmm. they just fund you invest in you say baba yeah do the solution and you're done and you're big baba come over 
That's what they do to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, they bought YouTube over. And yeah, Google bought YouTube over. So uh, Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah, something like that. So, so cool. yeah, I, I think Corner Freak is a good platform. It has an app. Um, the app has over 2,000 downloads, according to Corner Freak. And they have about 1.5 million visits monthly. And, and that 1.5 million is from about 800,000 um, active users. And they, they, they get about 60,000 advertisements. Um, so that, that's significant revenue. Yeah, Apart it. from um, the fact that they get traffic yeah. and, and they could use that traffic for external adverts. They get internal ads from merchants who've listed their product, about 60,000. So that's, that's, that's a good number. Maybe in the next couple of months now, AutoCheck could just be boom, unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. It's very possible. Very possible. So the next story we'll be looking at is once again, um, Nigeria is not in the news for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but both um, popular uh, car billing platform, Bolt, has opened its Africa head office in Nairobi. Um, mm. The announcement came in on, on Wednesday, and um, the announcement was. Boat is opening in in Nairobi, Nigeria in the morning, and I'm like, of must course. you guys always bring Nigeria in the Who wants to open in a country that that the leadership is confused? Yeah, shocked. but but Boat's biggest market is in Nigeria, yes. right? They have like over 13 cities that they are presently playing in in Nigeria. I know about Lagos, Ibadan, uh, Uyo, Kano, a couple of cities. Yeah, yeah. their West African office is as almost 33 cities under its portfolio. So why not situate the office in West Africa? Uh, it, it, I, I think it has to do regulations, but I mean, maybe but it's just office now. And it's just office, but I mean, if you if you're opening that office, then you have to be dealing with some maybe re, uh, registering, getting IRS. some stuff, hiring, and, and things like that. I, IRS, I mean IRS. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Revenue police arrest some of your staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be with all those. And Nigeria has, Nigeria has that bad rep. I mean, even our developers over here are, are looking to go to Kenya or Rwanda yeah. or something to go yeah. and stay. So, yeah, I think it's that bad rep somehow. I mean, nobody wants to open a business in a country that's confused. And their uh, currency, too, I what's it called? The whole um, economy and everything. Next year is also our election, is looking mm. like things. So. Damn it, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you say Nigeria is a confused country? And now, even, <laughs> even our president is shocked, too. So. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so the office will be situated in Riverside Drive, um, that is in Nairobi. We know that both says um, it has over 500. Well, individuals. individuals working in its team um so that is a significant um, team that will be situated in nairobi uh, we know that this office will be overseeing operations across africa and it's going to have the regional director interim vp for right regional manager another um senior head for public policy legal director marketing manager for africa they're all going to be in nairobi now that's interesting. <laughs> so no matter the country that they are from, they have to move. They have to move. Mad. All right. <laughs> so the next story, Google is planning to merge Google Meet and Google Duo. So I've always seen this Google Duo in my yeah. in my Google Feel, portfolio. Like WhatsApp. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> What's this Google Duo for? But eventually, <laughs> Google is saying that um, it's now ready to 
to collapse the Google Do. You know, it's though it's the announcement is we are merging Google Meet to Google, Google Do, Do, but it's it's pretty much we are we are we are collapsing. Yeah, but it's just Google Do uh, because face. yes, because Go- what Google is trying to do now is bringing features from Google, Google Meet into Google, Google Do. Do for the yeah, meantime, and at some point they will merge both together and call it Google Meet. Yeah, that that that's interesting. I, Google had so many voice call. They had Hangout, they had Do, they had Meet. So I, I think they just chose the most successful and made the rest with it. Mm. So, but Google is saying that uh, this is not a financial decision. So Google, Google is capable. It can keep bo- all platforms, but it really wants one super communication mm-hmm. platform that everybody can use. Uh, even if it's a financial decision, they will not tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, yeah, I just think they're, they're just trying to get one one solution that, that does everything. One ring to rule them all. Mm. It's exciting that Google is always way ahead. I think because it allows its team to come up with a lot of creative ideas. Mm-hmm. Because Google Meet has been there since 2017. I haven't um, got to know about it, I think. It was during pandemic, pandemic that I, I, I found out about Google Meet. But Google Meet has been there I've since 2017. Hangouts. Hangouts, yeah. yeah. Hangouts. Okay, so let's go to the next story. Um, And this is like the most popular story this week <laughs> kenyan authorities freeze flutterwaves accounts um nigerian fintech unicorn flutterwave is on this is in the news again um there was a story on wednesday that the that the court in kenya has um has gotten to i mean Okay, so this is a follow-up of a money laundering investigation that started in April. Yeah. Now, the court in Kenya, based on a petition by the Asset Recovery Agency of Kenya, has announced that 58 ba- bank accounts of um, about 56 entities that holds about 7 billion Kenyan shillings should be closed and the assets should be forfeited until the court comes up with another judgment. Um, and what is standing out is Flutterwave seems to have a lot of these accounts. Yeah, I think they had like 20-something. Yeah, oh, we are yeah. not sure what the total number is or who owns the other 56, but we know Flutterwave has about half of it. Um, so, what do you think about this, Dan? <laughs> Why does it feel like Flutterwave gets into the big, big news when whenever it's uh, you know, having issues? Because and maybe maybe it's part of i don't even know because the last couple of months it's been in the news for very very bad light like Mm. over and over and over and over Mm. and i I don't know maybe it's it's doing some things to their perception but i feel like they will survive it's just a face for them because i i I think it's maybe like someone said on twitter (laughs) Maybe they didn't sort out somebody that was that needed to be sorted out. Better like, don't worry, we'll, we'll deal with you for some time. But I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like they necessarily might not be guilty of money laundering. I mean, we'll never know until they finish the investigation and, mm. and we're sure of it. But it could just be, you know. Yes, I I, I think it's measures. I think it's important to put it out there, like you said. Flutterwave is not guilty of money laundering yet. Yeah, okay, so yes, an investigative body in kenya is saying we are suspecting these accounts of money laundry right mm-hmm. and goes approaches the court and say issue an order that these accounts should not be able to transact so the owners of the account won't be able to move out the monies in yeah. those accounts until the state actually finds them guilty right when the state finds them guilty then maybe they can forfeit the money or something but 
it is an investigation mm-hmm. right so because the conversation on the space yeah, makes it yeah. look like flutter yeah, wave is into money no, laundry it's no it's an investigative process like, okay, and uh, we think yeah. this could be so stop doing this first and come and explain what happened yeah but i mean the argument of some people is if, if there's nothing fishy there won't be an investigation in the first place they always investigating every company now i mean yeah unicorn you're doing well They're like, okay Okay. <laughs> okay. So one one of the um one of the things that we need to know is that Flutterwave is not the only company that mm-hmm. was listed. Yeah. There are other companies. Yeah, there is the Box Trip Travel and Tours Limited. <laughs> Funny Back name. Trip. Back Trip Travel Limited. Elivalat Fintech Limited. When I said I thought it's a Uh Solutions, Crossride Auto Limited, and, and somebody called Simon Ingigi. Um <laughs> We don't know who Simon is, but we know that Flutterwave was registered in Kenya in 2017. And the report, um, the first announcement, the media platform in Kenya that announced the story made it clear that although Flutterwave is a registered company in Kenya, uh, Flutterwave does not have the central bank of Kenya's authorization to provide payment solutions in the country. I mean, how does that make sense? I mean, <laughs> Flutterwave is into payments. Why is Flutterwave operating in an African country without the necessary Yeah, Flutterwave has said they, they have the approvals and everything, blah, blah, blah. So who is lying? We may never know. Okay. Or we may know. Soon. We may know, we may never know. But I have some, some colleagues in, 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 this, in the room to have conversations on that. So we're going to get that, to that shortly. But just to mention, there are, there are a number of raises in the African tech space this week. Um, notable among them is Kenya startup Duka raised $2 million seed funding. Um, then a Senegalese fintech startup, um, Wave. I mean, I know the popular wave, but this is yeah, another wave. This one is another <laughs> wave. <laughs> raised a syndicated loan of 90, 90 million euros. euros. That's about $91 million. That's big. That's very big. Like yeah. Very huge. That's big. But what does a syndicated loan mean? Like a group of investors who come together. Yeah. So they are giving you a loan. They are not investing in stuff. Okay. So a loan is you have projects you want to execute. Yeah. Do it. Uh, yeah. yeah you do it. We we'll, we'll pay the cost. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe okay. over a period. Of course. Definitely has to be over a period of time. Maybe yeah. next five years, ten years. Okay. Fantastic. So like I said, guys, um, that is all the news around the world in ten minutes. I'm sure we spent three minutes above ten minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Was exciting. <laughs> was exciting. Um, now, in a couple of seconds, we're going to be having our conversation of the day. And today on Tech Bytes, we are having an open mic. Open mic, we have it once a month. Um, the idea is for us to have a conversation around the leading story in the ecosystem. And our conversation today is the many trials or travels of Flutterwave. The question is, what next? Um, just like I've discussed with Dami, it seems the storm is not over for Nigerian fintech unicorn Flutterwave, as its accounts have been allegedly frozen by another from my high court in Kenya on Wednesday. Um, the Asset Recovery Agency, uh, ARA, the body that filed for the order, told the court that the accounts owned by the fintech company were used for money laundering services. 
rather than merchant services. Um, the high court froze 56 bank accounts holding a whopping 7 billion shillings suspected to be laundered by foreign nationals. It isn't clear how many of the 56 bank accounts were owned by Flutterway, but the companies affected, uh, we had about eight other companies that were affected. Um, this is coming as a time when the company is trying to move ahead from a bad press that it had experienced yeah. later earlier this year. Um, remember that the uh, Flutterwave announced the recruitment of a CTO and a CFO from American Express and Goldman Sachs. Um, but now, this is coming on the heels of a negative press that he had from the West African Weekly um, Investigative Report by popular journalist um, David Ondain about toxic workplace and office impropriety accused um, accusations against the CEO, the Benga Bola. Um, so this is another bad press for Flutterway. Um, the big question is what is next? Um, and to discuss this, I, I, I have in the in the studio um, Omoleye Omori is a Lord Ricky, content lord at Techness. <laughs> Rui, how are you doing? I'm fine, I'm fine. Hi guys. Yeah, yeah, you're gentle. <laughs> um, then we also have uh, Texas. Uh, Onye is here with us in the studio. Onye, how are you doing now? I'm alright, hello. Yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, welcome guys. Um, let's let's start from, from the very beginning. Um, we've not had a conversation about the previous um, press storm that Flutterwave had had. We remember that Clara Odero, um, ex-Tavard Flutterwave, accused, came on, on Twitter to accuse Flutterwave of, of supporting or of covering up a toxic um, executive. And she announced that the executive is a CEO. That the CEO displays favoritism based on people who are loyal to him. And a couple of other accusations. And what followed that was a report by David Onden in, in, in West Africa Weekly that really brought about a lot of receipts. Yeah. <laughs> it really I displayed mean, a lot of evidence to, to give credence to Clara's uh, testimony. So f- no, we've not, on this podcast, we've not had any official conversation about that. What do you guys think? Has Flutterwave sufficiently dealt with the aftermath of those reports? Yeah, Rui, go first. But they did not. They did. They, they did not. I don't think they even. The only statement they released was quite dismissive. They said no, this did not happen. They did not explain what really was was happening. They did not. Ex- they did not I expected them to have um, broken down the reports by David and then and you know, okay, this is it for here. This is it for here. Insider trading, toxic workplace. He just gave one one paragraph statement and they thought okay that's that's fine and that's as a company as a unicorn you know other fintech companies are looking up to you especially on, on continent you're supposed to be able to maybe do a press conference you know um invite media people tell them this is what has been happening and you're addressing every single part of that report don't say he's just a he's just one other journalist and you just you just release one paragraph statement and that's it. no you need you need for example um, the statement they released about the kenya issue they said 
um, they said something like we are like a godfather that's not the language they use but like a godfather to other fintech companies behave like that godfather address every single thing they did not do that with that and um, it was actually damning like wow yeah medical. so 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 going back to 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 the clara and david accusations um so what you've said is they've not really addressed address the point that the, I know I know they had a town hall meeting. I mean, we were not invited. We are not staff members of Flutter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, maybe, maybe the team at Flutterway feels if we can address our own people and we are fine. Yeah, they owe nobody else. They don't, maybe we, they've sent an email care. to their board of directors and shareholders and maybe you are not copied in that mail. But for us as, as outsiders, right, that are not really um, stakeholders in their business, but we actually stakeholders to an extent. Stakeholders. Yeah. They're not publicly traded. No. Yeah, no. they're <laughs> not publicly traded to an extent. So, <laughs> what else would they have done? What, what would they have done to really dispel the story? Does it really matter? Should they really bother themselves? It matters a lot. Um, public perception is very important, and that is basically what they have to deal with. It's a matter of bad press after bad press after bad press. And people, when you are a business, right, and you're dealing with investors, and people always have something bad to say, it's a problem. Because then your investors will get uneasy. It doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. So um, they haven't, to be honest, I don't think they have done anything. Like Omolaya said, their first response was very dismissive. I would say it's had arrogance. It's what I keep getting. Even the statement they recently released stating that, oh, we are like godfathers. That's not the point. Why, why are you talking about that? What does that have to do with what we're talking about? Mm. So it's almost like I just, the sense I'm getting is this sense of like we are untouchable. Mm. We are quite big. Like if you don't want to deal with it, that is honestly your business. We don't care. And I think that is very problematic. Mm. Um, yeah, but, but 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 the CEO said it might be some, it might be politically, politically motivated. Politically motivated. Of course, that's what he would say. What do you expect him to say? Don't you don't you think so? I don't think so. Maybe maybe, maybe people who are politically exposed as interest in Flutterwave. Uh, some uh, people are trying to get to them using Flutterwave. Is so, that not possible? So it's possible, but this this investigation took months. If they knew that it's politically motivated, they should have intervened during the investigation because mm. I know that. They must, have they must have known that an investigation is mm-hmm. is going on. So why didn't they intervene and find a way to go around it? Mm. So you're a big company. You're going to have big problems. You should always find a way around things before this bad press. This is it's within the six, uh, last six months. You've had two two reports, all damning. Like how are, how are you going to get out of this? You are big. And it's possible, you are big, and it's possible that you're going to, of course, you're going to get out of it. Especially in a country like Nigeria, you would, mm. <laughs> you would definitely find a way. Mm. But what, what do the people outside the continent have to say when they see this? Mm. What will investors say? Mm. How would they think about, of course, the last one, the last mm. one with Clara and the David story. A lot of, um, even journalists abroad were saying um, this is going to affect the African tech space. Investors will start um, looking away. Of course, that is not um, really a possibility. But really, they're going to think about it. That okay, so this is how you are in Africa. Do we really want to give you our money? Mm. So yeah, 
it's mm. it's they should really address this yeah but but um if we really look at the history of the tech space in fact the business space across the world uh, flutter wave is not the first other companies have had um similar accusations we have ceos that even bigger accusations yeah ceos that are <laughs> more riot, expensive people will change numbers um we've had companies who come to africa to bribe politicians mm-hmm. to try to to take away resources yeah, in, a, in an inappropriate <laughs> way and, and a couple of things so it's not like flutter is first um, if those companies were able to get redemption because i know some companies that are still operating but they've been accused of some sort of fraud in the past why are we not giving flutter wave a break hmm. a uh, break <laughs> well, they are not even, you have to even be repentant first of all i don't get that vibe from them i feel like i mean for us to give you a break you even have to first act admit some wrongdoing let's in the instance of uh, clara's issue with them yeah the, the ceo came out and said they have a no tolerance policy towards harassment but that's is not that what not the sufficient? report says and that is not what people who have worked there have said so who do you think we're going to believe him if several of your staff are saying oh this is the situation and mm. people actually came out to talk and they were so scared like oh if i talk it's going to affect my career that's bad Mm. So I I don't even get the vibe that they've even accepted that oh we are doing something wrong. Like I said, I'm still getting this we are too big, we are untouchable. Do your worst. Hey, it's like <laughs> <laughs> do your worst yeah, but, like <laughs> but, but Dami, is that is that really true because we know they've hired um two new directors yeah, yeah from C-level from C level people from Goldman Sachs and America Express and um, these people have some good record maybe they are trying to fix their processes <laughs> yeah I, f- I feel like number one uh those irons were to you know uh, what's that called Expand. cleanse yes. cleanse public, the process yeah, yeah like under l- yeah. their image publicly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because maybe the board or the stakeholders have looked at this the ceo okay maybe they don't want to kick him off yeah and they're like okay we need to harmonize our operations and everything and make sure then i too i think they're planning for an ipo as well so they need big guys to to help to help harmonize that plan but <laughs> i don't know what what exactly do people mean by flutter we should come out to explain themselves please ask yeah. sorry what do you want them to do so exactly. address the issues they, they, they should explain if people actually are involved in relationships in the office so on the case of insider access. trading i don't think <laughs> Flutterweave has said anything substantial about it. So you have you have been accused of insider training. You're going to come out and say this is what happened. They've not done that. But, and but, that's but, what we are saying. But the ex-founder of he's still a founder, right? Yeah. He yeah. said none of these things happened. He just said random tweets. That's a random tweet. You're talking about Official a proper exactly. You want him to do an affidavit. Address <laughs> each of the issues. I that's also feel like saying. vested stocks in the Nigeria startup space yeah. is still nascent. Even employees don't understand what it means to, to some extent. Yeah. When as an employee are giving vested stocks in the company, many employees still don't understand what what it means, how they can go about it, and things like that. So it's still a, I don't know, yeah. like a very nascent uh, thing no. to discuss. Yeah, so, 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 Dami, I'm not sure Rui is saying that the terminologies are not properly defined. Flutterwave should define. Mm-hmm. The argument is Flutterwave is not even trying to define to explain. <laughs> 
what, what really happened what really happened right so if you say oh when we did it we did it in ignorance or when mm-hmm. that happened we weren't clear what the circumstance was exactly then people take it as a mistake or that thing that was said did not happen like that this was how it happened then exactly. that is then that is that is clarity bringing clarity to the table but here you just say no it is not true and that's it and that's it <laughs> what was that like when you say this, they, i think they feel like they're untouchable so they just once they say no that is it they just say no full stop and they move on no you, you have to you have to explain the no you have to tell us why this is what happened I've, we have seen examples of um um ceos yes we don't even know but that is what everyone believes we honestly don't even know if mm. it's like many things on the inside mm. but on the outside everybody's saying it is GB. So you think GB has a bad PR? Image? Very, very bad. So what should GB do? They have to fix it first. <laughs> so I would suggest that maybe. So, so I, I, no, I don't think they even mentioned. They ever mentioned internal investigation or what is really going on. Maybe you should step down, make it look like even if they're not doing it, make it look like they're doing an internal investigation. Mm-hmm. You know, he's off the CEO table, and they put somebody acting there. Just make it look like that. People are going to go, okay, yeah, thank God, he's off now. Let's see what the next person is going to do. Mm-hmm. That, that one, that is important. Mm-hmm. But he's still on that seat, so people are still going mm-hmm. to be... And perception again. Mm. When people when people hear Flutter Wave, they are already thinking of GB, and they're like, this person has this all around him. He has this halo, but it's not... Um, it's not it's not the <laughs> glowing one <laughs> so exactly so they need he needs to step down even if it's a personal decision step down first even if it's temporary make it look like you're doing an inter- internal investigation mm-hmm. and this is something i think one tech company did one time Exactly. Yes, he was accused of something. But that one wasn't stepping down. No, he I think temporarily he temporarily but he came it, back. Is this same, exactly? And nothing is, happened to that report. Exactly, but at least temporarily. Ooh, is that what you're suggesting? Down. Make it look Make it like, look like <laughs> you're doing airport. something so on <laughs> this podcast. You guys are suggesting a fake <laughs> step. No, no, no. Down I'm not saying it's fake. <laughs> Make it look like percep- again. Perception is important. Make it look like you are doing something about it. Right. But the way it is going is like you're just let it happen it happens again in next three months they're going to release a four paragraph statement and everybody goes home so you just mm. feel like they're they are telling us to our faces that there's nothing you can do about it mm. and it's almost mm. like i'm not going anywhere mm. so, and people are like why can't this guy leave i think that's what i'm getting now from like why can't he live there why? Yeah, but, but it's it's about vision. It's about exactly. it's, it's about it's about execution. It's about representation. So just imagine you taking Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. Facebook will be fine. They won't be fine. They won't you be fine. You don't know that. They won't I be think fine. We should try that. Every 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 new exciting like Twitter, Microsoft. Why exactly? Are you going to are you going to honestly say that? every of those companies that have had their founders exit they remain the same they did some no. of them even I, got better i think they did opinion. so what 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 i saw with those other companies is they stepped down but they told the world that we are still here so people people still had the feeling that okay this some, person is still here some ardent fans of apple will not agree with you 
when when jobs left once jobs left apple lost the creativity (laughs) yeah that's my own feeling actually Mm -hmm. apple lost the creativity because i think for many of those guys there's always like a transition process because this is a nascent company too if you are comparing microsoft with flutterway microsoft has been here for over 25 years this is a small company yeah so if you're taking away if the first founder has left you're taking away the second one who is going to be there people who were employed would they be able to run with the vision like the owners? And I mean, they are unicorn. Wow, they are preparing that. for maybe IPO and about yeah. several other things. It's going to like no, it's just we, we are comparing But the important thing trust, is that yeah. something has to be done. So, so for PR too, you can you can speak to consumers. Okay, consumers are they are, young people. Yeah. They are they are the people. Mm-hmm. They are the ones holding your company. You need to speak to them. Don't speak to two people but they've spoken don't hide behind they've, they've you are just saying they, are, they have not spoken enough, now the enough. Tone of their press, exactly it's not enough the tone of their press is very okay. like whatever okay so so <laughs> the next second question will be internal processes right um one of the things clara said was that flutterway was not particularly interested in getting the right papers mm. and that she in fact sent an email that one year after i've left my phone numbers I'm are still there. on your documentations how is it that you people are not keeping tabs with so maybe maybe some people in the team are not doing their job or they, they have some some rules that they need to fill but don't you think flutter really needs to work on its processes oh definitely and it's almost like Clara knew this was going to happen because imagine she didn't raise an alarm and then this happens. Because Clara was saying they are investigating me for for money laundry and I've left this place months before now. Why 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 am I in the in in the why are people calling my numbers and all of that? Yeah. Uh, when Clara said that thing, I think the dates April four, right, or something around that period. Around that period. Yeah, that was the same day the investigation started with Kenya. This so maybe April that was what triggered the, the investigation. Like, no, okay. it might be the investigation that made Clara come, come out, out to, to say. Speak. Maybe they had reached out to yeah. her to be like... Imagine, yeah. imagine if I've left the company a year ago and EFCC is reaching out to me that, oh, that company did a transaction of one billion. Can you explain? I'll be like, are mm-hmm. you How did I get there? I think they're trying to fix that. I mean, they've they have, they have, they've employed new CEO. I mean, someone from Goldman Sachs, VP or something, it was, was that high. Yeah. Was this here? Yeah. Is he a new CFO or something? That that's a very high guy to bring, and he came with a team. I think the city also came with his own team. Like like three people came with him and stuff like that. So I think they are they are trying to fix that, or they are fixing that. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, so. employing the right people in the like. this thing. At least if the CEO maybe. If few people say the CEO is not doing something, maybe his guys could help him. Yeah. CFO, CTO, CEO. I think mm-hmm. their CEO is still uh, above firing or so happy firing or something. Shall so for me, I think the internal processes is their business actually. <laughs> <laughs> but you have no, but, but, but you are talking about PR <laughs> yeah. and people s- being seen to be doing the right thing. Mm. So it's important that after whatever yes, investigations the, outside, the ceo uh, steps yeah. aside investigation is concluded mm-hmm. either it continues or it leaves point is there is also that need to show right. that something is reports changing. from i mean the things that we've done before that we did not do right mm-hmm. these are the things we are doing to do yeah, it right yeah. there is a need for that yeah. so you can't say it's their problem i i honestly i honestly think that um the internal process should actually even come before pr because mm-hmm. everything we are seeing now is 
like a bleed out of what is wrong on the inside mm. so if their processes were right if things were being done in the right way many of these things would not happen clara would not have to be called like why is my number still there one year after mm. all these issues with um staff talking about stuff if the internal processes were the way it ought to be mm. then there would not even be any need for this because the only period they need is that staff are saying good things about them clara has left and she has great things to say about flutterweb mm. so they won't have to spend money on pr so mm. i think the internal process is nice and like dami said these people that they have hired i think that it is a step in the it's right step, direction yeah. and maybe that is their response okay we don't have this we don't have this we need these people we are trying to do something to fix these issues that we are now aware that we have so internal process wise i think they are doing something We'll just have to see um, how it goes. Hopefully, no other bad news but comes for from those signings. Uh, for those uh, signings, appointments, <laughs> signings, uh, yeah, signings, unveil them. For those appointments, what people? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> for those appointments, what people are seeing is expansion. So they are seeing that okay, Florida wants to expand, and that's why they are signing new people. They're not seeing that there's. Keeps in signing. No, in they are appointing those people in, in spite of the bad press. Yeah. Flutter we have to expand. Yeah, right. of course. Every I mean, startup has to continue. Restaurant. So the point is, they could have expanded with their existing structure. And even to expand, you need to put things in order. Yeah, so they you could have, have just hired more developers in the new country and all. But now they are bringing in C-level people to really change the dynamics of the expansion. So I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a charade. I, I think that bringing in people who have who are coming from experience. very credible, experienced points. Um, would would change the game Just because those people will be will have an understanding of how this is supposed to operate. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, we can't really blame GB. GB is not coming from a point of running a place like Flutterwave. That's not that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, if you if you are building a unicorn at some point, you really need to bring in people who can bring mm. in stability. Yeah. Mark yeah. um, Zuckerberg had that with the CEO. Yeah. yeah. So you really need to have those kind of people. Point. So going forward, I think um, that would be a lesson for for African tech, tech especially fintech startups. Mm-hmm. That it's not just about development. To be a good founder, more. you don't you don't really need to be the best developer. Right. You also need the business component, mm-hmm. the processes component, yeah, um, and the people component. And the people component, but it's usually difficult getting those things on the go. It's mm-hmm. usually when you've made money that you can hire right. the best people from consulting and from other agencies. Yeah, and I think that and now that we've talked about this, it now actually helps me to understand that okay, these people don't even actually know it's not like they don't know they are learning on the go mm-hmm. so it kind of gives you like oh okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so because hey, yeah, we, we, we have to balance the perspective demo. i mean if, if i'm the ceo kind of like, and i and i have a map in my office and i say mm-hmm. i have to be in 32 countries before the end of the year once i've announced that i'm in kenya i might just be thinking how do i get to uganda mm-hmm. i'm not really thinking of all the touch points right. do i need to fix so i need to have a team at my back that will right. go after those announcements mm-hmm. to say have we done all the scc process mm-hmm. all the cbn yes, processes do yes, we have yes. all the because that's true founders so we don't are, get into trouble yeah really it's just like winning the war and mopping up the war front the the warriors the kings fight mm-hmm. but when they leave some people do the cleaning right mm-hmm. so yeah i'm just wondering what it took to bring those guys in 
money. Flutter River has raised a lot of money. Actually. A lot of money. Yeah, Flutter River. So, lastly, um, just before we leave, I don't want us to get into the social media uh, problem, but there, there has been some subtle attacks also on the press, and people are saying, yeah, you guys don't report. You don't report oh, okay. things like this. You have to yeah, wait yeah, for yeah. David Ondain to, to do this. To do this blistering attack and all. Um, so but we do not wait to report the Kenyan story. We do not wait for David. It's not even David that reported it. <laughs> <laughs> David was not in the picture. about the investigation. <laughs> yeah. like letting us even know that there was a problem in Flutterway. Yeah. Before then, it was like this unicorn, unicorn that everybody was fangirling. And then that report came and people were like, wait, what? Our Flutterway? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like shock. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? So I get what people are saying. And I kind of agree. The Nigerian press, the Nigerian media has this, I would call it fangirling attitude. It's like, they are new, like, oh my God, <laughs> like, calm down, you are a professional, do some digging. And I, they are right, if it wasn't David's um, investigation, we would never know that mm. there was any problem. We, we would, might. We m- I don't think we'd ever know. And so, then maybe some other people were working on. I frankly agree. And maybe though. this Kenyan issue will just hit us, and we'll be like, "What if David hadn't done it first? And then we hear this Kenyan investigation. I wonder how would have reacted. So I slightly disagree with you. The reason is, what you are saying is not what the next person is saying. So possibly David saw something with right. Flutter Wave and decided to go deeper. Hmm. Now I see Flutter Wave, big company, unicorn, you know, three billion dollar worth. I'm excited about it. But maybe midway, I now see that one person, somebody working with Flutterwave, is going through, you know, the person is already thinking of suicide. And that's when I will now start an investigation. Right. Why is this person that is earning so much money thinking of suicide? That is when I will now start an investigation. But one thing I would like to say, you mentioned the $3 billion stuff. I think I tweeted about it. Why do you get to tell us what $3 billion? No, No Nigerian media has come out to say, oh, let's question it. How do we you know you're worth three billion? Mm-hmm. Can we do the math? You can. Where we get the numbers yes. from? You, uh, at least that's what I'm saying. At least make an attempt because I feel like if it is the media in a more maybe developed country, they would have made some attempt to try to be like, okay, this is true or so this the, is not true. So I feel like so we the, just took it hook, line, and sinker. So and the press it. have more. Freedom. How do we know it's The press true. have more power in those places you're mentioning. They don't have power here. You go to a company in Nigeria, you ask for. You ask for data, they're not going to give it to you. I know, but I'm just saying that we did not even try, so it's kind of embarrassing. No, it's the, so. So like it is a problem with is the problem with valuation anywhere in the world. Valuation is is predicated on some form of tangibles yeah, and, and so many other intangibles. Especially with the start yeah, especially with the now. future. So if you say Flutterwave is three billion, does not mean Flutterwave has three billion worth of assets. So if you say first bank. Of Nigeria is worth three billion dollars. You have to think about the about reserves, the cash it has in reserve, all the assets across the country. Mm-hmm. And you say First Bank is worth three billion, but Flutterwave will, will tell you, I have ten million customers, right? They have ten million signups on Flutterwave. For First Bank to have ten million account holders, it has to create account numbers in different branches, some paperwork. But Flutterwave is just the technology. Then Flutterwave is saying in the next ten years. We are going to have 100 million. So they will do the valuation based Wait, on that. Solution. So it's that's always difficult. On what yeah, future that's, projections. that's the way the tech space works, <laughs> right? So, okay. so it's, it's, it's pretty difficult okay. doing an investigation. And, and there are a lot of tech companies that have been valued high in the past and they are no longer alive. Mm-hmm. So 
It's a very dirty Mostly it's always at the point of acquisition you get to know the real world. Okay. Or IPO. That's yeah. that's that's the challenge our brother Musk has been having with yeah, Twitter. With Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. yeah, because it's at point of acquisition. Yeah, because valuation is always is always based on on what on value. So you're saying that if they tell us they are what we they will just have to take it on. No, so not they. There are people who are specialists in valuating, right? Yeah. If I want to invest in Flutterwave, we, we may hire companies or consultants to tell us what is the worth of Flutterwave. So if the company says the worth of Flutterwave is three billion, then we invest based on that on three that. billion. Exactly. So it's not Flutterwave that will tell us. Flutterwave will provide their numbers discreetly to these valuators and the valuators will tell us what the value of flutter will be so so it's, it doesn't have anything to do with them it was an independent it has to be i wouldn't invest based on what the startup okay. tells me and i assume some of those some of the investors, investors we've seen yeah. for Flutterwave are very established companies very smart individuals that so we're sure that yeah. they are not going to invest based on Just what Flutterwave tells yeah, true, them they have to true. make independent verifications. <laughs> yeah guys so so that's the conversation i think overall the job of the media is to present stories to tell us to give us an opportunity to make independent decisions decisions that are that are of course sound um, i'm personally weary of of being too positive or being too negative because mm-hmm. when we are too negative it helps nobody um, there are good things about nigeria there are good things about africa there are good things about flutter wave um, we shouldn't throw them all into the bin because they made a mistake but yeah, but not all things are perfect. Like mm-hmm. when you hear, sometimes we also need to look beyond the numbers, and we've done that quite a lot of times at Top Tech Next. Um, and I think media at some point will get to the point of reality. Some one two years ago, crypto was was flawless, and we started mm-hmm. realizing at the end of last year that free mm-hmm. crypto could really be a big pain, and we have been seeing the the winter going back to back since then so um if crypto begins to rise in the future the, the media will be a bit more circumspect in 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 announcing the prospect of that space seeing what has happened before right we once had this issue with stock market boom yeah. we had this issue right. with a lot of other Crash. markets right. so happening in the tech space it's not something new we've had we've had we have we've had fraud in the oil space remember the button mm, remember no, yeah so <laughs> we've had it we've had it in manufacturing we have we've had it in consulting mm. so it's not it's not just new to the tech space yeah. so thank you guys for for sharing your thoughts thank you thank you for having me tech bro dami thank you yeah. thank you for i'm sure that um hopefully if we're going to be having an open mic subsequently uh, flutter we will have done something right mm-hmm. and we'll be able to report it so thanks everyone for joining our podcast today. We've had news around the world and we've had an exciting conversation. Um, would say that you should follow us on all our social media platforms. We are technext.ng on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Importantly, um, we'll be announcing officially today that we are having a government and tech summit on the 28th of July in Lagos. Uh, wherever you are across the world, you can join us. Yeah. <laughs> you can join us as we'll be speaking with regulators and government, both present and possibly future government players, um, to talk about regulations for the tech space, how regulations is affecting the tech space, and things that we can do 
for the future. Uh, we have already confirmed that we'll be having the governor of Lagos State, a couple of other innovators to speak at the event. So join us, go to gutsummit.com to register. You can be there physically. You can also join online and the, ex- the conversation will be explosive and exciting. You would not want to miss it, right? So we'll see you same time next week on the Tech Byte podcast. From us to you, we say have a great holiday and bye for now. Yeah, happy salad too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>